0: Welcome to Being Self-Centered. I'm your host, Corey Hawksich. sitch I want you to learn about who you are from deep within, to explore your own philosophies, and design a life that you love. So give yourself permission today to discover with me how you can be self-centered. One of the greatest and longest-standing curiosities I've ever had comes from the question, who am I? That has always fascinated me. I can sink into that space where I kind of get distorted with myself in who I am, what makes me me. It gets a little trippy with little dissociation and then a little, little attaching and detaching and having that sort of warpy look at yourself, you know, when you look at yourself in the mirror for just a little too long and you don't recognize yourself all of a sudden, it's in those moments when I'm faced with the enormity of my existence. How did I get here? Where am I? Who am I? What's going on? How do I do this? Where am I going? How did I start this life before conception how am i going to end this life post death when i really sit in the grandeur of it it can be a little freaky but it's also it's also an abyss of unanswerable questions that are exciting to discover who am i how do i find my innermost being when when we get into these places of Who am I? There's this distinction of who I am as a human and who I am in my innermost being and how they correlate, how they are different from each other, how they work together, how they are in conflict. There's a disconnection there. And sometimes there's this really beautiful connection. How does that work? What is this being that I am becoming? What is this human condition that I have? And what is, what is that essence within me that is different from everybody else? This episode, I want to talk to you about the connection that we have between our human condition and our soul. So before we even get started, I want to clarify what soul is going to be representing here. In this context, we're going to use the word soul to represent the essence of who we are. That collection of energies or entities, experiences, basically the undefinable thing within us that makes us completely unique from anybody else. It can even be our figurative soul the collection of who we are that is that is irreplaceable that cannot be duplicated that is right here right now without religious attachment without any kind of spiritual organization it is the pure essence of who we are and the human condition is how we have shown up as a human being on earth now whether or not that separates later whether or not it's the same thing i'm just going to leave that for you to organize but for for today's episode i really want to look at the difference between the human condition and the soul and how to reconnect those because the the disconnection of our human condition and our soul is what i believe is the source of all of our suffering and what happens is there's damages that have been done that prohibit and block that connection so that we can't fulfill our own destiny, we can't fulfill our own purpose, our own evolution in our existence when we have these blocks in the way that separate our human condition to our soul. The way we think of things is what we've been taught and what we've learned. The way we feel is the way we are reacting to things and where those past experiences have brought response from us. The way we are is the way we show up. And the way we connect to each other and to things that are important to us and to nature and to the entire universe is how we've created relationship with what we're surrounded by. so you can see in the way that we think and feel and are and connect, when those are damaged, that distorts our connection to the essence of who we are. And when the human condition is disconnected to our soul, we all suffer. We all suffer. It's, it's exponential in its impact. But when we embrace this relationship, when we honor and protect and nourish the connection that our human condition has to our soul, then we fully participate and evolve our existence. So I want you to look at the relationship between the human condition and the soul in a diamond shape. I call this the soul diamond. So visualize this with me. Imagine a diamond shape. At the top of the diamond is you. Right here, right now, the way you are experiencing things, your present self is at the top. Then on the width of the diamond, I want you to see four portals. They can be whatever symbols you want. They can be circles or doors or squares or whatever you want. There's four portals. And at the bottom of the diamond is your soul. So the way this works is that the soul is reaching up into our human condition. So the top of the diamond is our human condition. And the meeting place is in the portals. Those portals are where the soul releases itself into the human condition. And those portals are your mentality, your emotionality, your physicality, and your spirituality. Now, obviously, this is way more complicated than the way I'm describing it here. But this is a really good visualization on how to reconnect and facilitate this relationship between Human condition in the soul. So let's look at this a little bit further. Our portals are our responsibility. They have been constructed and damaged and celebrated to calibrate for the success of the human condition. So think about that for a second. The way we have built our portals is for the success of the human condition. But they rarely honor or facilitate the release of the soul into the human condition. And this is where we get jammed up. This is where we get sick. This is where we get stuck. This is where we suffer. So when you look at these portals in the way they've been constructed with the intention of a successful human condition, well, who's teaching us that? Well, it certainly isn't experts on souls. It is the experts on the human condition, whether that's our parents, our teachers, our mentors in our community, those who govern us, those who police us, those that surround us in the structure of how we need to be related with each other and be successful as a human being. But this is what I want you to look at is that you own each portal you own the shape of them you own that construction you own what you've learned and how you've built that you're the one who has built that you've built that in response to how you've been taught and the experiences that you've had but it's still your design this is your construction these are your portals Visualize with me for a moment a kaleidoscope and I want you to imagine that the portals are shapes that are twisting and turning within each other and the light that's shining through the kaleidoscope is your soul. When we block those, the light can't get in or it comes in in distorted little pieces and so we feel that disconnection we feel that devastation. We are in a state of longing. We are in a state of hypervigilance and fear and anticipation and striving and driving and pursuing because we're trying to accomplish this human condition in a way that we are successful But we're blocking out our own light because our portals have been constructed or damaged or dishonored in a way that creates a block for our light it can't get through. But we own these. So this is where the hope comes in. This is where the sovereignty comes in. This is where the realignment and the reclamation of who we are comes in and facilitates the releasing of our soul into our human condition. So let's have a look at these portals. Let's look at our mentality. How are we thinking? Are we negative? Are we positive? Are we steadfast in what we believe to be right and to be wrong? Are we negotiable? Are we non-negotiable? Are we creative? Are we considerate? Are we curious? Are we learning? Are we studying? Are we exploring? Are we locked in old ways in order to uphold the old ways? The way you think is a portal for your soul to release itself into your human condition. Imagine if your thoughts were led by your soul. Imagine if your soul had freedom and support and structure in your mentality to enhance your human condition? What would you be thinking about? What would your mind be coming up with? The same for our emotionality. This is how we feel. This is how we have responded to our experiences. This is where our fears are coming from. This is where our longings are coming from. This is where our delight comes from. This is where our distaste comes from. and When we have been damaged emotionally or manipulated or we have interpreted our suffering in a way that locks us down, we start to feel like we don't belong here, that there's something wrong with us. And those feelings of overwhelm or underwhelm or desperation, or hypervigilance. These feelings are ways that we are either blocking or releasing our soul. What if, again, what if our soul had our permission to enter into our human condition through our emotions? Then what would you feel? How would you suffer? How would you navigate through and fully embrace them emotionally? Likewise, our physicality. Our body is an amazing thing. And we have been physically damaged. Some of us are sick. Some of us are hurting. Some of us are very strong. Some of us are not so strong. Some of us have brilliant vitality and energy and capability to exert themselves in magnificent ways. Some of us are tired. Some of us are slow and healing and gentle and hardly moving at all. But it's more than that. Our physicality is also the sound that comes in our ears. Our physicality is the feeling of our words on our mouths. Our physicality is what our skin is pressing up against. Our physicality is what we're tasting in our beautiful food or our garbage food. Our physicality is in the things that we see, whether it's on a blue screen or we're watching a sunset or the drooling giggle of a child or being lost in a lover's eyes. The entirety of our physicality is the human condition. Again, imagine if our soul had our full support to release itself into the human condition through our physicality. What would our healing process look like? What would our growth game look like? Would we even be at the gym? Would we be on a mountainside? Would we be curled up with our favorite blanket and a good book? What would our physicality look like if our soul had full unblocked permission to release itself into our human experience? Likewise, our spirituality. I like to think of spirituality as connection. You can organize that however you want. The act of connecting is spirituality. If we are connecting to a deity, if we are connecting to nature, if we are connecting to energy, if we're connecting to the universe, if we're connecting to ourselves, if we're connecting socially to each other, that act of connecting is spirituality. So how we connect is a portal for our soul to release itself into the human condition. Of course, this gets blocked. It's where wars come from. When we are unable to connect with each other and we are in conflict. If we are in conflict over our deities, if we are in conflict over our rights for the earth, if we are in conflict over how we're going to organize in social ways, if we are in conflict over our own rights and freedoms, we are blocking the release of our soul into our human condition. What's really important to understand here is that negativity isn't the block. If we are thinking negatively, if we are feeling negatively, if we are existing in our physicality negatively, if we are connecting negatively, that doesn't mean we're blocking our soul. Our soul soul isn't everything unicorns and rainbows. But when we use those damages and those constructions, to withhold our soul from the human condition. That's the block. So when we are thinking negatively and we use those negative thoughts in order to block the release of our soul, then then that's what's making us unwell. When we are learning from challenges or suffering this is also the release of our soul because this is evolution. Evolution is extremely painful. The same with our emotions. If we're feeling negatively, or if our physical being is, is in a downswing, or we are hurting, or we are in a place of healing, or we've been damaged by somebody else. Likewise, with our spirituality, if we are blocked in our connectability to each other or to the things that are important to us, that's not what blocks our soul unless we uphold that blockage. We own these portals. It is our responsibility to maintain them in such a way that they facilitate the release of our soul. So, how do we do that? Have a look at your soul diamond. And I want you to look at this soul diamond in a state of ownership. So that's you at the top. You own the whole diamond. Where you are right now is at the top. All of this is yours. And the whole purpose of you being here, the most important thing you will ever do is to facilitate the release of your soul through your portals. First of all, be in ownership of this. I own these. Yeah, there's really shitty shit that's happened to me that have blocked the access to my soul. That's okay you own that you can heal that you can reconstruct it you can move it reshape it you can do whatever you want with it you can even leave it blocked if you want to that's your choice and with that ownership comes responsibility so that's the second thing is to be responsible for these portals what do they need What do you want to see them be? How do you want to facilitate your soul's release through them? What do you want your mentality to be like so that your soul can come through? What do you want your emotions to be like? What do you want your physicality to be like, your spirituality? How do you want these four portals to be maintained, to be attended to in a way where they are working for the soul's release. And then what I want you to do is I want you to allow your soul to come through into the safety that you have provided of your human condition. Notice when your soul shows up. I don't know what that looks like. I can't even tell you what to look for because it's yours. Sometimes I know what mine looks like, Sometimes I have no idea. I get so lost in my mentality or my emotions or my physicality or my spirituality. And sometimes my soul just shows up and I am blown away with the enormity of it. This is the most important thing that you will ever do, is to create and facilitate and take responsibility for this relationship the connection between your soul and your human condition. Because this is all that we have. Essentially, this is all that we have. We have this human condition that hosts the release of our soul. That's all that we have. We don't know how we got here. We don't know where we're going after our time on earth. We can imagine we can try and organize that, we can try and study that, we can we can learn from other people what they think, but nobody knows. All we know is right here right now. That's all we have. The release of yourself's sacred center, the residence of your soul into the magnificence of participating in the human condition is the most important thing. So when your mentality, and your emotionality, and your physicality, and your spirituality show up in different ways, look through the kaleidoscope of your soul diamond. Take responsibility for those portals. And reconnect your human condition to your soul. Thank you for joining me today. I want to encourage you to practice being self-centered, for your life is yours and yours alone. I also want to invite you to use the resources on my website and reach out anytime. May you forever seek that which belongs to you. Prada Mia.